Hey, I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover, all for just three bucks, plus free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter 5,000 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 5,000. Enjoy! Broadcasting to the four corners of the conservative universe, it's the Matlock Show. He loves all things conservative politics, and if there's a microphone nearby, you can bet he'll be the one beating the left over the head with it. And now, a true original, the common sense conservative, here's your host, Matlock. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Friday, and it's the Friday Roundup. It's where I didn't get to everything all week long. I now touch on it, or I touch it, on Friday. Welcome in to the Matlock Show. I'm Matlock, your host. Find me on Twitter, Instagram, and Parler, at Real Matlock. You can find me on Facebook, The Cartel Matt and The Matlock Show. And you can find me on America's Voice News every day, Monday through Friday, from 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We are blowing that thing up. And uh, this is a pre-record. I I hate to tell you, so I'm not going to get into um, debates from what happened last night, because I don't know. I'm recording this before. (laughs) I'm actually recording. I'm I'm out all day tomorrow. I'm out all day Friday, which this is today. I'm out all day today. Let's put it that way. But I'm still going to give you great content, because I'm Matt Locke. So that's what you get when you listen here at the Matlock Show. But uh, it is the Friday Roundup. It's when I cover everything I couldn't get to. So I promise you this. I am going to cover the Democrat debate on Monday. Now, on top of all of this, I'm, I'm getting to become a very busy person around this place. And I love it because I love politics. I love conservatism. I love America. And I am heading off to New Mexico on Sunday. And I'm covering the Trump rally Monday night. Hell yeah. I can't wait. Rio Rancho, New Mexico. Trump is having a rally. I'm going to be there for America's Voice News. So make sure you tune in. 7 p.m. Eastern, I believe. Could be 8 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Central. I don't know. It, you ought to look. There's a rally. I don't know, really. Actually, I could, I could pull it up here if I uh, Google it. And I will do that uh, here in a minute. And I'll let you know. But I am covering the New Mexico rally of, of Donald Trump. It's in uh, Albuquerque. And uh, rally, Trump rally, September, September 16th. Sorry, I got I can't type and talk and do all the stuff. But I am covering that. So it says, uh, here it is. Yep, Rio Rancho, New Mexico Trump rally. It was in the Las Cruces Sun News. 
and uh, it is happening here. Trump planning rally in Rio Rancho. President Donald Trump is planning a rally in Rio Rancho later this month. Uh, Trump will hold a rally at 7 p.m. Monday, September 16th at the Santa Anta Star Center. That's where I'll be. I had to get get this. I had to get uh, Secret Service passes or credentials or something along that line. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but now I'm official. But uh, it's going to be at 7 o'clock. I'm assuming that's Eastern Standard Time. So it's probably, um, yeah, let's see here. Trump will rally in Rio Rancho at Santa Ana Star Center, a 7,000-seat facility about 20 miles northeast of downtown Albuquerque. There, he'll appeal to a state that hasn't voted for a Republican since George W. Bush in 04. Um, I'm going to believe it's 7 p.m. Eastern. So that's going to, or it could be, well, it could be 7 because New Mexico's weird. New Mexico is on an hour behind us. So they're on mountain. So if that's 7 mountain, that would be 9 o'clock Eastern. That could very well be the case. You'll have to look. I don't know. Um, it just says 7 o'clock. I can't tell. Uh, let's see here. Uh, doo -doo -doo -doo. That's out. It has to be at 9 o'clock uh, Eastern would be my guess. It's because they go by the time. Yep, 7 o'clock Mountain. Found it. 7 o'clock Mountain, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central. For all of you keeping track of that. But, hey, let me tell you about what's going on. And first, let me, let me tell you something here. We're going to talk about veterans. Because today, I'm actually, it's Friday. I'm actually at a charity event all day. That's why I'm pre-recording. And I'm going to talk about the charities here in a minute, but I want you to head over to scarsandstripescoffee.com because they give veterans a mission. They've made this e-commerce platform where these veterans can go and they can sell coffee and merchandise and everything that's on that e-platform, and they can own their own business. They can make their own, their own dough. They can have their own mission, and they get put in small groups. They have group leaders. They're accountable to each other, but they go out and they start their own businesses. And they've got Scars and Stripes coffee behind them. They're selling great coffee, but there's merchandise. There's all kinds of, of things over there that you can buy. Go check it out. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. S-C-A-R-S. Or if you don't want to do that, there's a link on my page, thematlockshow.com. By the way, shirts are up. Shirts are up for sale. I've got two of them. The Matlock Show logo and beating the left over the head with it. I'm getting a beating the left over the head with it. I love that shirt with the microphone. Scotty Roberts, head over to scottallenroberts.com. He designed my logo. Fantastic. But those shirts are up at thematlockshow.com. I've got a Scars and Stripes link over there. Go there and do that. Go buy you some coffee. Get behind a veteran. Support a veteran. Support their mission. Scarsandstripescoffee.com. All right, let me tell you about what's going on today. Here's why I'm pre-recording today's show. Light Up to Live, Light Up to Live Foundation is an amazing, an amazing foundation. Well, they've got some stuff going on that uh, I said I would do a couple months ago. But Light Up to Live Foundation is a 501c3. It's a public charity based in Addison, Texas. And it was founded by Randall and Sherry Reed. As a military family, they are dedicated to raising awareness about the members of our U.S. Armed Forces and veterans living with the effects of post-traumatic stress syndrome, PTS. Traumatic brain injury, TBI, tissue injury, pain, and depression. The foundation funds polychromatic light therapy systems that have been shown to, to increase the blood flow in the body and reduce associated minor pain for active military and veterans that we identify could most benefit from its use. So the Light Up to Live helps connect these military members and their families to other organizations that are in alignment with our mission to provide direct aid and assistance. We want to light a path 
to better health. That's Light Up to Live Foundation. I'm out there. Uh, Sherry and Randall Reed, great, great people. Scott Husing who asked me to do this a long time ago. So I'm out there. They've got a clay shooting deal. They've got a charity golf outing. They've got a gala. So there's a bunch of stuff going on that I'm out there for. So I'm out there all day today. And and I apologize, but these things, you know me. These are important to me to back these veterans, to help these groups. And that's what I want to tell you. So if you want to head over to lightuptolive.org, check them out. You can. They're fantastic. And then on the other side of that, I'm out there because Scott Husing's my buddy. Scott Husing, Echo, and Ramadi. He started SaveTheBrave.org. And so I'm out there, and, and Scott asked me, you know, he said, yeah, w- w- would you help us out? And I said, you know what? Absolutely. I have no problems helping you out. So I want to give his charity a, a quick plug here. SaveTheBrave.org is a certified 100% nonprofit organization devoted to provide camaraderie and stress management programs. As Save the Brave is committed to establishing connectivity in the mind, body, and spirit by creating solid support networks that are entirely accessible to all veterans in need. Through diverse outreach programs and financial assistance, Save the Brave provides a safe and comfortable space for veterans to connect with each other, share stories, struggles, and accomplishments to heal the wounds that you know go largely unseen. Our philosophy is simple. There is no pill, no prescription, and no vaccination that can cure the effects of PTS better than connecting with fellow veterans through shared experiences. Our strengths, our strength comes through connection. So savethebrave.org, lightuptolive.org. That is what I'm doing today. That's why there is no current, it's a podcast. I'm putting it out there because I found out on Spreaker, where I actually do my podcast, that I can actually schedule them. (laughs) When it comes to technology, I'm not that smart. That's why I had Ron Phillips. Seriously. And, and, you know, I do the podcast because it's very simple. I push a button. The intro goes. I talk for 60 minutes. I push a button. The intro goes or the outro goes. I'm done. It's just that easy, right? But when it comes to trying to plan, prevent, move, groove, post, do stuff, I'm pretty much an idiot. I'll I'll say it like it is. I'm pretty much not that smart. I talk. And I love talking. I love talking about America. And I love doing this podcast for you. And you guys have blown it out of the water. So I, I, I so appreciate that. You guys have been so fantastic. I mean, the numbers have been unbelievable. They've been growing exponentially every week. I am about ready. This is fantastic. And let me do this too. Let me pull this up here because this is another one of those deals that I want to give you great credit for. Um, I'm getting ready to. I'm I'm getting ready to blow past forty thousand downloads in place. I've been doing this podcast for five weeks. You guys are fantastic. You're absolutely fantastic. And it's because of you that I'm 163rd over on iTunes in the news category. So I want you to think about this for a second. I put this out on Instagram at real Matlock and Chad Prather, Glenn Beck, Mark Levin, uh, Joe Scarborough, Rachel Maddow, Hannity. All of those people are Crowder, Prather. They're all in the news section. I've been in the politics section. So Apple podcast put you in different groupings. They put you in different classifications. So I was in the politics one, and I was about 175th uh, best politics podcast on the iTunes platform. Well, yesterday, well, a lot of stuff happened. So I was on the Chad Prather show, which I certainly appreciate that guy. Head over to watchchad.com. He's so fantastic. He's my neighbor. Love the guy to death. Would do anything for him. Help promoting him because he's just, he's an amazing man. And he's helping me. 
and I and I truly appreciate it. So, Chad, if you are listening, thank you. Chad and Party File Steve, PartyFileNation.com, WatchChad.com. I appreciate it all. I really do. There's no reason that Chad Prather should help me. Seriously, none. He's way bigger than me. He's doing way better than me. He's got a great audience. He's an amazing guy. He's doing amazing work. He's a great conservative, and he delivers you jokes with it. And he's like number 21 on the podcast for news. I mean, that's rarefied air, folks. If you're in the top 25 of news podcast, you are in rarefied air. You're up there with Levin and Rush and Glenn and Crowder and, uh, I don't know, all the big names, right? That's And I'm pretty proud of 163 of news. I've got the 163rd best podcast in this country. That, to me, is crazy. But thank you, because it's your fault. You listen, you get your news, you like me. It's so humbling. I mean, it is so humbling, a guy from Angola, Indiana, who has done sales all of his life, who decided I was going to try radio and fell in love with it. And now, look, here it is. So, and the crazy thing is, I've made some, I've made some, not so great moves. I've made some great moves. I've grown. I've been on the blaze. I've been on Mojo. I've done what I've done, and now I'm back out on my own. But we're getting ready to surpass forty thousand plays and downloads. I mean, that it, to me, that's so crazy. But I have to thank all of you for it. I have to thank all of you for it. So I want to get a rundown here. I don't know who you are in Chicago, but thank you. Every week you lead the podcast. Every week Chicago is my number one demographic. Right behind that's Dallas. We got Fort Worth in there, and, and that's that's my backyard. Dallas Fort Worth. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I'm working on some stuff here with a local company to do some marketing here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, which is fantastic. So thank you. Uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Thank you. Indianapolis, Indiana. You you guys are fantastic. And on top of that, Mishawaka up there in South Bend. You guys are, I got a couple Indianas in there. I've got a Cleveland, Ohio. I've got an Akron, Ohio and a Dayton, Ohio. Thank you. All of you. That's my top 10. Thank you so much. You guys are fantastic. Without you, I could not do this. And I wanted to give you a plug. I wanted to give you a shout out. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. Appreciate it more than you ever know. And you know, I'm making these moves for America's Voice. I'm back live now because I know you guys are enjoying that. And I'm doing the podcast and I'm getting ready to market and I'm I'm working with Chad and, and I'm working with America's Voice and I'm out doing the Trump rally on Monday. Things are things are really moving for me. And, and these were the doors that I needed to open. Now I know we've never had this conversation, and I'll and I'll tell you, and I've said this before, and I'll say it again, and I'm gonna say it the best way I know how. I have no ill will to the blaze or to mojo 50 radio when i left mojo 50 radio there were reasons behind it and look i'm not here to air dirty laundry i'm not going to do it it just i needed the i i had to go a different way to open different doors does that make sense i had to go a different way to open the doors i needed to open to be going down the path that i'm currently going down so for that i had to do what i had to do no ill will toward any of the companies I've worked for because, look, that, that gave me the experience necessary to be here, okay? So I want to get into this because there's a lot to cover now that I've used 15 minutes to kind of give you the little rundown of what's going on here. But a uh, story dropped on Friday or on Thursday night, and I want to cover this first. It is the Friday Roundup, hashtag Friday Roundup here on the uh, Matlock Show. Uh, report, U.S. attorney urges charges against Andrew McCabe. Now, I chuckled. When I heard this story, and I'm going to tell you why, because who just hired Andrew McCabe as an 
expert, and I'm using air quotes, for their television network, CNN. Now, if you look at this, U.S. Attorney Jesse Liu recommended moving forward with charges against former FBI Director Andrew McCabe, according to a report released yesterday. Fox News reported Thursday that a source close to McCabe's legal team said that they have received an email from the Department of Justice, which reportedly said that the agency rejected their appeal. See, they were appealing that he acted improperly. The email reportedly read that the department rejected your appeal of the United States Attorney's Office decision in this matter. Any further inquiries should be directed to the United States Attorney's Office, which means your ass is in hot water, McCabe. And the funny thing is CNN just hired because that's what they do. This guy's a crook. He lied under oath. He lacked candor, which is lying under oath. The dude was a weasel. And of course, he was like, well, you know, uh, no, I don't, I want to, I want to appeal that. No, 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 I'm not doing it. I didn't do it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you did. They're going to, now, the DOJ is going to file charges. McCabe allegedly appealed the decision all the way up to Jeffrey Rosen, the deputy attorney general, but Rosen rejected that request. Now, Fox News reported that Lou has recommended moving forward with charges against McCabe. Should federal prosecutors move forward with charges, he will become the first senior law enforcement official officer involved in the Russian investigation to be prosecuted. He is going to be prosecuted. The shoes might be falling. Because we've waited and we've watched, and, and I'm going to tell you, I've been one of these guys too. I've been following QAnon, right? And I have not seen anything from QAnon in quite some time. Like, I'm looking right now just to see if there's anything from Q that has dropped lately. But it's been since, like, August 1. And, yep, still there. August 1st was the – so we, we're, we're, we're over a month, almost a month and a half of nothing. And Q's been saying, hey, hold on, hold on. Things are coming. It's going to be crazy. It's going to happen. We're going to see it. All that stuff, right? So here we are. So we're now finding out that federal prosecutors are going to probably move forward with charges. And he would be the first senior law enforcement officer that is involved with this Russian investigation to be prosecuted. McCabe served as the acting FBI director after President Donald Trump fired former FBI director James Comey. So we know that he was the acting FBI director. Reports from August have suggested that an investigation by the DOJ into whether McCabe made false statements during an internal inquiry into news media leaks is in its final stages. Then Attorney General Jeff Sessions fired McCabe in March of 18, you remember that? They fired McCabe and left like, oh, oh, the terrible Republicans. He's not going to get his pension. You did this on purpose, you meanie Republicans. You took away his bennies. Well, you know, when you suck at your job, when you lie and when you break the law, you probably don't get to keep said job. I talked about this on, I can't remember if it was the TV show or the podcast because they all kind of flow together these days. But I talked about this the other day, right? I talked about where employees of the government just always kind of hung around. They never get fired because John Bolton lost his job. Must have been on the podcast. Had to have been on the podcast. Because John Bolton lost his job. And I said then, you know, when you work for Donald Trump, Trump expects you to get results. He expects you to do your job. And when you don't do your job, you get fired. Or when you're done with the job. That's another thing about Trump that I really like. Trump will hire somebody and say, you know what, uh, Mr. X, I want you to do A, B, and C. And if Mr. X does A, B, and C, Trump may look at him and say, don't need you anymore. You did your job. Thank you. Time to move on. 
And I like that too, because that's results oriented. So I was talking about that the other day. I mean, these knuckleheads, these government workers, they expect just to hang around off the government teat. You know, they, they don't expect to get fired. They expect to hang on no matter what they do because that's what happened in all the other organizations. That is what's happened in government from, from day one. You're a hanger on. If you can get into that golden goose, you are a buddy. You're in the drinking circle. You're never going anywhere. It doesn't matter what you do. So when McCabe got fired, of course, what did the left do? Oh, geez. You took away his pension. Blah, blah, blah. I had to take a drink there. I've been talking all day. It's been crazy. So... What happened, McCabe gets fired by then Jeff Sessions, March of 2018, after the IG, the inspector general, found he had frequently, not once, not twice, but frequently misstated his involvement in a leak to the Wall Street Journal regarding an FBI investigation into the Clinton Foundation. Huh. So here are the Clintons now. So he lied for the Clintons. McCabe has continued to deny any potential wrongdoing. And as in, he's insisted that the inspector general's conclusion that he lacked candor was based on mischaracterizations and omissions. Now, the former FBI director sued the FBI and DOJ over his firing, contending that it was politically motivated. See, this is what the left does. And this is, this is what all the left hangs their hopes on. Well, he's suing them. Doesn't mean he's right. I mean, that's the thing today. You can sue anybody. I mean, I can sue anybody. It, it doesn't mean I'm right. If I want to sit there and spend money, or if I want to find an attorney who will take my money, which I know a few of them will, I mean, you can sue anybody. doesn't mean that you're not guilty. But of course, what does he do? He sued the FBI and the DOJ, hoping, and I'm going to tell you, hoping it would provide him cover, hoping that he would get away with it. Now, investigative reporter Sarah Carter, love her, met her at CPAC this year, wrote a report that the DOJ hopes to find McCabe's text messages because they don't know where they're at, believing that they will play a significant part in the FBI's probe into the Trump campaign as well as the Bureau's handling in the Clinton Foundation and Hillary Clinton's emails. ruh raggy. So think about what I just said there. They don't know, and, and this is what, this will boggle your mind too, but this is the government, so it shouldn't, you, you shouldn't be too overly, you know, What's the word I'm looking? Shocked. But they're trying to find McCabe's text messages. I'm sure he had a government phone. I'm sure the NSA has something. They have struck in pages, text messages. Where are, where are McCabe's? Now, they're believing. This is, this is really the gist of the story and why I wanted to bring it to you today. Because they believe that if they do find those text messages, that that's going to be a significant part of the FBI probes into Trump's campaign, as well as the Bureau's hand, handling of the, of the Clinton Foundation and Hillary Clinton's emails. That's a big deal. Now, House Intelligence Committee ranking member Devin Nunez told Carter Monday that his campaign was stalled by the FBI when it attempted to retrieve McCabe's messages. Huh, they've been stonewalled for information. I can't believe that. Christopher Ray has got to go. I mean, this dude has been a terrible FBI director. I don't know whose side he's on. I don't care. But it seems like he's protecting all the higher-ups in the FBI. To me. But they're stonewalling to get information to see what was in McCabe's text messages to see what's going on. Because who are they protecting? Hillary Clinton. They're not protecting Donald Trump. I mean, they're not, they're not protecting the Trump campaign. If you think that for one second, you're crazy. They're protecting Hillary Clinton. 
And you know there's damning information in those damn text messages or they would have been produced yesterday or at least 12 months ago. But yet, Devin Nunez tells Sarah Carter that his committee was stalled by the FBI of getting McCabe's messages. It's crazy. Quote, the House Intelligence Committee tried to get the McCabe text in the last Congress, but we were stonewalled, Trump said, or Nunez said. This is the kind of issue that really needs more transparency. There's been too much unnecessary secrecy surrounding the entire Russia investigation. The American people deserve to know exactly what happened. And when they find out exactly what happened, it's going to be crazy. It's coming, my friends. I think it's, and I've said this before, and I'm going to say it again, because I hate, I hate saying this. So Trump has, President Trump has information you and I don't have. That's a fact. He has information you and I are not privy to. So in my mind, thinking this way, it, it leads me to believe that I need to wait and see what happens. I have the 24-hour rule with Donald Trump. And I think you know that by now. I've told you several times. I wait 24 hours before I make any conclusion of Trump. Because Trump knows more than we do. He has more information than we do. We don't know what's going on. We don't know what's happening. But I've said this time and time again. I'm going to stick to this because I believe this theory to this day. Politics is all about timing. I hate to say it. Because we're all, you know, we live in a society today that I call a microwave society. We all want it now. We don't want to wait. We don't have any patience I've told this story before. I can remember being a young lad sitting at a bar with a couple of my friends back in the, oh, late 90s, early, late 90s. I could drink. Well, when could I start drinking? I graduated high school in 93, be 18. So I could start drinking about 95, 96. So we'll just say 96, maybe. I will neither deny or confirm. But we would sit at the bar and we would debate everything, sports, life, trivia, and all that. And literally, we could have a two-hour conversation because there were no cell phones. I mean, I didn't have a cell phone back then. There was no computer you could walk around in your pocket. You didn't have a smartphone. You couldn't just Google something. Hell, you had a conversation. And we would sit there and we'd debate for hours on end talking about these things. But today, we live in a microwave society. Everything's right at your fingertips. You can put food in the microwave, be done in a minute. Uh, you, you know, you can get to YouTube, you can get to these videos, you can have all the information on the tip of your fingers immediately. And so we all sit here and I, I, I'm, I'm just as guilty of it as you are. I want information now because this is what I do. I, I deal in information. I talk about information. I talk about stories. I, I tell you what's going on in politics and I want it now. Problem is politics is timing. It really is. It sucks. I mean, Chad Prather, Talked about this on yesterday's podcast. Chad Prather took to Facebook and he said, you know, how about Jeffrey Epstein? We forgot about that already because that 24-7 news cycle moves so damn quickly that literally these blockbuster stories are gone in two or three days. And when's, the, when's the last time you heard about Jeffrey Epstein killing himself in a cell? You know, all these names were getting ready to come out, all this black book, all these connections. Now we haven't heard a damn thing. What's going on with that investigation? I mean, you can get your tinfoil hat on. Who covered it up? Who killed him? What's happening? What's around that? So, you know, here's Trump. Here's President Trump sitting in the White House. He's sitting on the information. 
and he's waiting. I hate to say this, but I'm sure this is what he's doing. He's waiting on the most opportune time to use it. Seriously. Because, you know, QAnon's saying, wait, wait, you know, follow the plan, pay attention, na, 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 na. We're all sitting out here, you know, in, in the world saying, you know, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're waiting, we're still waiting. But Trump, President Trump, is going to use all this information when it serves him the best. But that's politics. I hate it. I don't like it. But it's the game that they all play. It's not the game that I came up with. It's not the game that you came up with. It, it just is what it is. And so I think you're going to see, because we're 13 months out of this election, we're going to, you think politics are hot and heavy now, my friends? Give it about another three or four months. About January, this thing's going to get hotter than a, it's going to get hotter than a $2 pistol. And we're going to be, you wait and you see what all the, because they're going to gin up their attacks on President Trump. We're going to get into 2020. You've got Ruth Bader Ginsburg's about ready to croak. And we may have another Supreme Court justice. We've got all of these Democrats running for, for president on the left. We've got, I don't know, who do we got over there? Bill Weld and uh, Joe Walsh and now Mark Sanford trying to primary Trump, which isn't going to happen. But you wait about another three or four months, and these politics are going to get heated up. And Trump knows this. So that's why he's holding his cards close to his vest, and he's going to bring this out. And as we get closer to 2020, I think you're going to see more information come out of the Trump campaign. Hey, guys, quick favor here. Head over to the matlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Click on that Verb Forever link. It's CBD oil. It's, I'm going to tell you, it's tested, proven. They're out of Colorado. They're, they're highly sought after. They're one of the better CBD uh, markets or, or oils on, on the market. I mean, you got to go do your research. Go look up Ver Forever. But it, it, it's really high-quality CBD oil and cream. And they have CBD oil for your pet. We, we got the CBD oil for our dog. Works fantastic. We're two weeks in. We uh, we gave him a two droppers a day for the first seven days just to really infuse his system. And now we give him a dropper a day. And uh, he's been on this now for just a little over two weeks. And there is a stark difference in his behavior. Now, was it a cure-all? No. Is he still old? Yes. Does he still struggle? A little bit, but I can see, I'm going to tell you, I can see a difference in his personality. I can see a difference in his eyes. He just looks more alert. I mean, you can tell, and I don't know this for a fact, so, you know, I'm not a dog and I'm not taking the CBD oil that he is, but he doesn't look like he's in as much pain. And that's, and for us, that's good because we don't want our dogs to be in pain. He's getting older. He's got hip dysplasia. He's got a little bit of trouble. We think he might be having some mini strokes because he's having some balance issues. But I can tell you he's been more active lately now that he's on the CBD oil. He, he's been more aware, and that's good. That's all we can ask. And I'm going to tell you, we bought the CBD oil for our dog. It was $37. I think that's cheap. For that kind of, of reaction, I would spend that on my dog every day of the week. And you can go over there and you can get the CBD oil for you. And I'm going to tell you what's flying off the shelf right now. The CBD cream. So there's a cream over there that you can rub on your bad knee, your elbow, your hip, your back, whatever. It is amazing. And it is flying off the shelves. Head over to the matlockshow.com because you got you to click on my link because that's my link. That's how I get paid. I'm an ambassador. I'm an affiliate. 
They're a great sponsor of this program, but you know what? I believe in their product. I really do. And I know some of you out there are buying it because I see I see the checks coming in. Thank you very much. But it's great. And if you're looking into CBD oil, do it. It's It's got the THC that's less than 0.03%. doesn't show up on a drug test. Um, it's good for you, but I'll tell you that cream's fantastic. Head over to thematlockshow.com, thematlockshow.com, L-O-C-K-E. Click on that Verb Forever link. It's right on the bottom of my page. And if you enter Verb 20, V-E-R-V-E 20, you're going to get 20% discount now. Head over to thematlockshow.com. Click on that Verb Forever link. Use Verb 20, get 20% discount right now. All right. It is the Friday Roundup, so we're going to bounce around. I've got some stories that I haven't gotten to all week. Um, Donna Brazil, there was a special election in North Carolina on uh, Tuesday, and it's a known fact that Donald Trump had to go in there and bail Dan Bishop out. Dan Bishop's been all over Fox News. He's been telling them, there's no question that the president's last-minute visit help boost turnout. So here's the thing, though, that Donna Brazil says, and I want to argue with her about this because I don't necessarily agree with it. Donna Brazil, who is now over at Fox News, which I don't even know why they would hire her. She's a crazy loony bin, giving Hillary Clinton the answers to all the debate questions, all that stuff. But she throws cold water on the GOP victory in North Carolina. She said Democrats came within two points in a ruby red area. She said the fact that Dan McCready, the Democrat, came within two points of Republican Dan Bishop in a ruby red district as a positive sign for Democrats. Shut. No, it's not. I'm sorry, but no, it's not. But she goes on. She says, um, let me let me see here. She disputed Wednesday the idea that a Republican victory in a special house election spelled bad news for Democrats. I'll tell you what it didn't do. It didn't give the Democrats much hope because, first of all, I talked yesterday about the Democratic debate, which I will cover on Monday. I promise you I'm going to be out in New Mexico on Monday. I'll have all day. I will do a podcast from my hotel room, and I will cover the debate. I will cover the debate that happened last night, and, and I will fill you in on all of my opinions and everything else. But this does spell bad news for, for Democrats. Now, she says in a close – well, this is the article. In a closely watched race in North Carolina's 9th Congressional District, Republican Dan Bishop – defeated Democrat candidate Dan McCready by two points. But Brazil emphasized the large margins of victory in the district by Republican Mitt Romney in 12 and Trump in 16. She says this is really a ruby-red district. Mr. Romney carried it by 12. Mr. Trump carried it by 12. The fact that Mr. McCready came within two points, that's good news for Democrats, she said advising Democrats to show up in rural areas in 2020 and share their message, especially with minority voters. Um, that's wrong. So first of all, let me debunk what she's saying. When special elections happen in this country, the turnout is, is shit. It really is. It's, not, it, it's normally not very high because, it's for one, it's a special election. For two, the way people are, they don't pay attention. And for three, people show up for presidential election years. It, it, it is a known fact. That's why Romney's winning that district by 12 points. That's why Trump's winning that district by 12 points, because people show up for presidential elections. Not as many show up for special elections. So anytime you win a special election, put a feather in your cap. I'm sorry, but it's not a bellwether. I talked about that the other day. This is not a bellwether. But if the Democrats, see, this is the funny thing about all this. 
if McCready would have won, let's just say, for instance, that McCready won and Bishop lost, do you think Donna Brazil wouldn't be out there saying, oh, my God, the Republicans are done? Of course she would. Of course she would. Because that's what Democrats do. So when they win, they play it way up. You know, oh, yeah, we skunked them. We did this. It's rough for the Republicans. You see the significance changing. Because I'll tell you, all of the mainstream media publications after that North Carolina special election, they all played up the fact that suburban, suburban, I said suburban, I can't, suburban voters left the Republican Party and went to the Democrats. So they played that up because the mainstream media has been telling you now for about the last, I don't know, a couple of years that Trump is losing suburban voters and that if it just weren't for these rural hicks, these deplorables, these blue collar folks like me, you know, that was the case. And if you look at this article, what do they say? Well, Democrats need to show up in rural areas in 2020. No, the rural areas are dominated by conservatives because these are the people that do the work. The cities, the suburban, the suburban areas are more of the liberal city dwellers want kumbaya and they want the Green New Deal. I mean, it's just obvious and it's the way it's always been. In 2018, get this, the Republican candidate Mark Harris, because he ran the first time against this McCready, and he defeated him. So here you go. You've had two Republicans defeat this guy. Dan Bishop appeared on Fox and Friends Wednesday following his victory and credited President Trump with helping him across the finish line. Trump appeared with Bishop at a rally Monday night in Fayetteville. He said Trump was a tremendous help. We really only were competitive in terms of funding for about six weeks. So the president and the vice president stepping in and committing the way they did to this race was tremendous, and a lot of the credit goes to President Trump. So, Donna Brazil, you're crazy. Trump, see, here's the thing they don't understand. When Trump's on the ballot, he's going to get big numbers. People love him. There's a silent majority out here that love him. There's people who won't tell you they're voting for Trump who love him. And they all back him. And when Trump went in there, and I talked about this story on Wednesday, Trump went in there and said, look, you know, this is about, you got to vote for this guy because we don't want American-hating lefties in the House. And it worked. And it worked. Trump is the big dog. When Trump goes, he and this is the thing I don't think the left understands. Trump is going to get suburban voters. Trump is going to get rural voters. Trump's going to get minority voters. He's going to because he's been a great president. The left, they're pissed because of what he's done. They're pissed. They're mad. They don't like it. They don't like Trump. Why don't they like Trump? Because he's running circles around them. Because he's outpacing them. And now I talked about it yesterday. The left wants a candidate like Donald Trump. They do. They're praying for a candidate like Donald Trump. They're praying for someone on the left who can do what Donald Trump does for the right. They just don't want a conservative problem is that's what Trump is. I mean, I was worried. I, I really was worried because 
everything we knew about Donald Trump didn't lead to conservatism. I mean, he, he, he's a free market capitalist, but he's been in New York. He's probably a classic liberal, but I was kind of worried about Donald Trump. I am more than pleasantly surprised when it has come to Donald Trump. And the left knows it too. And the left understands it too. And they're scared to death and they want a Democrat candidate who is like Donald Trump, but liberal. That's what they want. That's what they need. And then you got Donna Brazil. Well, this the, the, the Democrats are, you know, they, they shouldn't be too worried. Yes, they should. Because every election matters. Every vote counts. And when 2020 comes, you are going to see a massive movement for Donald Trump that will be, I think, greater than you've ever seen in this country. Now, we live in a time, you know, and I remember history. Um, Reagan was the last president to win 49 states. The only state he didn't win was Minnesota, I believe. And the thing is, that will never happen again. Trump can't get, Trump can't get 49 states. New York, California are gone. Hawaii, gone. Places like uh, Connecticut, gone. You know, Maryland, Massachusetts, gone. You're not going to get those. But he's going to get the Rust Belt. I talked about it yesterday. The left is terrified that Elizabeth Warren is going to get elected to be the Democrat nominee for president, and she's not going to be able to win Pennsylvania, Michigan, Ohio, Wisconsin, and she's not because she's a moron. I mean, but none of, the le- none of the left can win those states. None of the left can win those states because what do they want to do? They want to put those, those companies out of business, the Green New Deal. You know, they, they want to get rid of coal. They want to get rid of oil. They want to get rid of nuclear. They want to get rid of natural gas. Guess what resides in the Rust Belt? All of that. So when you look at this and when the, when the left says they're fearful, what they're really fearful of is they don't have a candidate that can do anything and they don't have a candidate that's black because they don't get the first black president anymore. That's gone. So the victimhood status is, okay, now we got to elect a lady. And then I said this on the program before and several other times, it's going to be a historic ticket because it's going to be a woman and a woman. It's going to be a woman president, woman vice president. It's going to be historic and they're going to run the all the first all female ticket. But here's what they're doing to distract you the Democrat party house judiciary committee is forging ahead on impeachment. I'm going to tell you, I hope I pray each and every night that the Democrats actually file impeachment against Trump because if they do, it's over. I mean, not that it's not over already because I think it is, but if the left tries to impeach Donald Trump, this thing is a landslide. He might get 45 States. I mean, seriously, he might get 45 states, and I'm talking about Donald Trump, if they impeach him. Because the House House Judiciary Committee plans to vote on a resolution as early as Wednesday to formalize, and that's next Wednesday, to formalize procedures for its so-called impeachment inquiry in hopes of moving it along faster this fall. Now, you may say to yourself, I read this article, I'm like, wait a minute, what is an impeachment inquiry. Are you not filing articles of impeachment? So it says this is, despite the full House never taking a vote on impeachment and only a third of the House backing impeachment or an impeachment inquiry, 
as well as a recent poll showing that impeachment is opposed by most Americans, Senator Doug Collins from the great state of Georgia, kind of liking this guy, the ranking Republican on the committee, said in a tweet Monday, listen to what he says. They know, and he's talking about the Democrats, they know they don't have the votes for the whole House to impeach. So they're trying to adopt committee rules to govern to govern an impeachment investigation the House hasn't even authorized. Think about that for a second. So you hear an impeachment inquiry. He goes on to say, Representative Doug Collins, he says, judiciary Democrats are trying to pull a fast one on Americans. They know they don't have the votes for the whole House to impeach, so they're trying to adopt committee rules to govern an impeachment investigation the House hasn't even authorized. They're breaking the law. Can you believe? I mean, I know you're I know you're shocked. But can you believe that Democrats want to change the rules? Can you believe that Democrats want to change the way things are done? Because historically, an impeachment inquiry begins after a full vote in the House. Well, we, don't have, we haven't had a full vote in the House. The issue is then referred to the House Judiciary Committee, which would draft articles of impeachment to then send back to the House to vote on. They're not even following procedure. But this is the left. This is the Democrat Party today. And I've seen it up all day long. I've seen articles here. Let me see if I can find it. Nancy Pelosi's got her panties in a wad because she doesn't want to impeach Trump because she knows better. I mean, she seriously knows better. She's not stupid. And she knows, like you and I know, that if you start impeaching Trump, they're done. She knows it. I know it. You know it. Here it is. Pelosi impeachment pressure mounts. Pelosi. Impeachment is very divisive, but we have to go. If we have to go there, we will. Thursday at her weekly press briefing, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said she was pleased the way the investigations are going when asked about the House Judiciary Committee's impeachment inquiry vote. So she's pleased, get this, she's pleased they're not following the rules. She's pleased that the Judiciary Committee is not doing its job correctly. This is the left. Pelosi said, quote, I stand by what we've been doing all along. I support what is happening in the committee because that enables them to do their process of interrogation and their investigation, and I salute them for that work. Um, Nance, Nance, Nance. First of all, get off the hooch because you're drunk. Secondly, do your job because you're drunk. Third, follow the rules like the rest of America does, like you and I have to. You know, we don't get to break the law, and neither does Nancy Pelosi. When do we start holding these politicians accountable? Because she's like, oh, yeah, I stand by what they're doing. Um, they're breaking the law, Nance. 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 Too far gone. She's already in a 5 o'clock stupor. She continued. She wasn't done yet. 
She says, I've traveled the entire country. Come with me sometime, and you'll hear what the American people are saying. They understand that impeachment is a very divisive measure, but if we have to go there, we'll have to go there. That's all I'm going to say about this subject. Yeah, Funny thing. I'm going to put this out tomorrow. Hey, on Twitter, tell me. Any of your friends calling for impeachment? Anybody in your circle of influence calling for impeachment? Now, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to give you a... Oh, what am I going to give you here? Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, I don't know. I'm going to give you a disclaimer. There it is. Sorry. My brain's not working real well today. I'm going to give you a disclaimer. Most of my friends are conservatives. I have a few. I have a few friends that are Democrats. But for the most part, most of my friends are conservative. But I can tell you, in my sphere of influence, even my Democratic friends, I would say I probably... I probably have six or seven Democrat friends, close Democrat friends that I know very well. And I would tell you out of those six or seven friends, maybe two would want Trump impeached. But you have to, once again, you have to ask on what, what would you impeach him on? Because we know he wasn't working with Russia. I mean, that's the big thing. We know he, he wasn't working with Russia. I mean, you got to break the law. I mean, it's not like he was nailing an intern in the White House or sticking his cigar where, yeah, yeah, there you go. So when you really look into this, Pelosi knows. I mean, she knows. And they use these open-ended conversations. Well, I want you to think about what she says. Think about this. She says, I've traveled the entire country. Okay. She says, come with me sometime. Okay. She says, you'll hear what the American people are saying. Uh, Okay. They understand that impeachment is very divisive. You still haven't told us anything. She says, "But but if we have to go there, we'll go there. But she doesn't say, well, people have told me that Trump needs to be impeached. Do you notice that? Nowhere in that statement did she say, I've traveled the entire country and everybody tells me that Trump needs to be impeached. She never says that because she can't because it doesn't happen. So what does she do? She uses this flowery language. She skirts the issue because she knows. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you one thing about this, and I, I say it a lot that I think that, you know, Democrats are ignorant. They're not. They're not, they're, they're not unintelligent. They know exactly what they're doing. She knows exactly what she can and cannot say. She knows exactly how she needs to phrase this to keep her ass out of the hot water. She knows. She's not stupid. This isn't her first rodeo. She knows exactly what she is doing. She knows exactly what she has to do to stay in power, and she knows exactly what to say to get the best effect out of something she can't say. Now, she added, this was the final statement, and by the way, I am very pleased at the path we are on and the progress our committees have made, not just the Judiciary Committee, so we are on a timing standpoint where we need to be. Timing standpoint for what? Because what did I tell you? What did I say about politics? It's all about timing. It's all about timing. 
It is every bit about timing and when you can use the information to best suit your political gains. And that's exactly what Trump's doing. That's what Nancy Pelosi's doing. And now that's what Jerry Nadler is doing. Why are they doing this? Why are they skirting the law? Why are they not following proper procedure? Timing. They need something else because, look, the Trump-Russia investigation fizzled. Have you heard of Robert Mueller? I mean, that dude is in a nursing home somewhere. They literally put him on the stand and that same day carted him off to Happy Acres. Seriously. You have not seen him since. The dude, like Biden, kind of losing the faculties, but you haven't seen him. So that that paled. That went away. So what are they doing? They're now beginning an impeachment inquiry. According to the New York Times, the New York Times here, committee leaders hope the move will send a signal to Congress and the White House that their investigation is not only proceeding, but intensifying, even as the broader Democratic Party caucus remains divided over the merits of ultimately voting to impeach Mr. Trump. The committee has a draft resolution that will formalize procedures for the so-called impeachment proceedings, which Democrats believe will speed up the committee's work. The resolution, according to a copy obtained and published by Politico, would allow Nadler to designate subcommittees to conduct hearings, to allow the investigation to move faster, allow staff and additional lawmakers to question witnesses, to allow for more questioning, set standards for information collected by the committee, and give Trump and his lawyers due process and allow them to offer input on the findings. So they're doing everything they can outside of the damn law. Amazing, isn't it? Quote, what they're doing is they're, they're going to try to change our rules, and it's really sad because what they're trying to make it look more impeachment-like. They want to make it look like they're doing something that they promised their base because they've been out promising they would get this president, Collins said on Fox News on Monday. They want people to believe something's not true. They want to continue to put a false narrative out there. And really my concern is, when does it cross the line of being a House Judiciary Committee and when did they become just part of the DNC campaign operation? Seriously. Is this, operation, is this opposition research? Currently, more than 130 Democrats, 130, and one independent support impeachment. Democrats need 218 votes in the House to reach a majority and formally impeach the president. I want you to think about that for a second. Do that math. They need 88 other representatives to jump on board. During the House's summer recess, more than 30 lawmakers came out in support of the impeachment, with a steady number of Democrats coming out every week. However... It has now been more than a week since anyone has come out in support of it, with the House back in session and looking at a busy fall. The latest polling on impeachment by Monmouth University Polling Institute showed that 59% of Americans oppose impeachment. Oppose. They're not for it. What would you impeach Trump on? He's mean? You don't like him? You don't like what he's doing? That's not breaking the law. See, that's the funny thing about the Democrat Party. They don't care. They don't care what you think. They tell you. They tell you they care. They tell you they care about you. They tell you they want to make your life better. They tell you that they're going to get rid of mean Trump. And this is exactly what's going on. You know, Doug Collins hit this right on the head. They've told their supporters, they've told their followers they're going to impeach Donald Trump. And they're not. They're not. But that's okay. They, they, we're used to, you know, we're used to politicians 
not telling us the truth. They're, they're used to it. They, they, they love it. Well, I wouldn't say they love it, but they know the Democrats are full of crap. They do. They know that, I mean, I know the Democrats are full of crap. They are. And they can't do it. And Nancy Pelosi, as crazy as you think she is, she's not. She is not. She knows exactly what impeachment proceedings for Trump does. So I want to take you to the final conclusion here because I got about three minutes. Okay. So let's say the House, let's say some miraculous thing happens in the House, right? Let's say they all fall on their heads, they all become brain-dead zombies, and they vote to impeach President Trump on whatever fictitious charges they draw up. I mean, because they'll all be fictitious. I mean, it'll do with Russia or collusion or something goofy or what Mueller did or somebody did something crazy. I mean, it'll be something stupid, right? So let's just say that every, well, not every, let's just say enough of them fall on their head and they vote for impeachment in the House. The Senate if you know anything about civics and government, has to verify the impeachment. They have to vote on it. And they have to vote on a 60-vote supermajority to impeach the president. They have to try the president. Never, ever, ever going to happen. It's not going to happen. You would literally, I mean, the Democrats only have like 46 or 47 votes in the Senate. They would need to get 13, 14, whatever it is, votes from Republicans to flip to impeach the president. Never going to happen. Nancy Pelosi knows it's never going to happen. Chuck Schumer definitely knows it's never going to happen. So they are, I'll tell you what's going on in the recesses of Congress and the Senate. They are running around that Capitol building saying, would you guys just cool it? Would you guys just cool it? We can't impeach the guy. No matter if it goes through the House or not, it stops in the Senate. Are you just that stupid? I mean, do you not get politics? And I'm sure that these liberals are ramping up the heat because they're tired of hearing from it. And I'm telling you, they know as well as you and I know that if Trump is impeached in the House, he wins re-election running away. They know this. Why would you? They don't want to poke the bear, which is a smart move, right? I mean, you're not going to poke the bear. You're not going to be out in the woods walking along the path. You know, it's a bright, sunny day. It's a morning. Or let's just say it's the morning. Sun just came up, a little dew on the grass. You're walking down this path. It's calm. It's serene. It's quiet. And over on the right side of the path, you see this little black bear. Probably not so little, but it's over there sleeping on the ground. You know? Are you going to walk over there and kick it? Or are you going to quietly just kind of walk by, be real quiet, tiptoe, try not to step on a stick or a leaf or anything that's going to make a noise because you don't want that bear chasing you. You don't want that bear mad. You don't want to wake up that bear because you know what's going to happen. He could eat you. The Democrat Party's in the same predicament. They know that if they poke that bear, at least the leaders of the Democrat Party know that if they poke that bear, all hell breaks loose. All hell breaks loose, and you wake up an army of Trump supporters that will make Reagan's election at 49 states look puny. 
I'm telling you, there are a lot of people in this country that are fed up with politics. There are a lot of people in this country fed up with both sides. And there are a lot of people in this country that love the fact that Donald Trump pisses both sides off. There are a lot of people. You just don't hear about them because the media doesn't want to tell you. And you know what? They don't tell you because they don't want to be harassed. They don't want their cars keyed. They don't want their tires slashed. They don't want to be messed with. There is an army out there ready, willing, and waiting to vote. And the Democrats know that. And that's why they're not going to poke the bear. You're not, I don't think you'll see impeachment be brought before the election. The Democrats would be stupid to do so. I, I, I just don't believe it would happen. All right, guys, that's it. Head over to thematlockshow.com, my website. Get your t-shirts, get your hats, sign up for the newsletter. Follow me on all my social medias, at RealMattLock, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor. You can find me, The Cartel Matt, or The Matlock Show. Do that now. America's Voice News. Um, I'm There's no America's Voice News today. Um, I'm doing the charity thing. I'm in New Mexico next week covering the Trump rally. I hope you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk about the Democrat debates on Monday. But for now, the Matlock Show's out. The holidays are on at Old Navy, where all jeans, all pants, all sweaters, and all outerwear are on sale up to 50% off now. Jeans start at just 15 bucks for adults, 10 bucks for kids. All the looks you love, even this season's must-have plaid styles, are on sale. Plus, get fashion in a flash. Buy online, pick up in-store for free today in just two hours. Hurry in for up to 50% off all jeans, pants, sweaters, and outerwear at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 11.4 to 11.13 excludes in-store clearance. Introducing the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited 5% back on everything you buy at Walmart online. It's the perfect card for all your family's hints this holiday season. Like 5% back on the air fryer Grandpa told you about when he fell asleep in his chair. He didn't fry anything. Or 5% back on the laptop your sister had carolers sing to you. Two turtledoves and a laptop for Carrie. The Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited rewards, including 5% back at Walmart online. What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One N.A.